fuck that, fuck him, fuck this bullshit, paper-thin truce we'd been building. Seriously, fuck it all straight to hell and fuck it some more with a cactus up the ass. <laughs> so today we're talking about the Madison Kate series by Tate James. But Jen has a second quote because we love them both equally. So I'm going to let her read that one too because that one was just perfect. Would you take all three of us, princess? Was rain fucking wet, dipshit? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Listeners, I just want to give full disclosure (laughs) that I may not have all the answers to all the things because I read this series like two weeks ago. And while that may not seem like a long time to y'all, not only did I read the Madison Kate series, then I read the Hades series, and then I just finished the Kit Davenport series. What was it, yesterday? Or Saturday. Mm-hmm. No, it was Saturday. 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 So I have Tate James' world all in my head. So I may be like, huh? What? Who? Which is going to make this very interesting talk. So with that disclaimer, I'm going to let my wonderful co-host, Jen, start us off on all the magic. Yay. Hey, y'all. Okay. So uh, this new adult college romance I could get into. I did not struggle with this one nearly as much as I did the ritual. I, it did take me a long time to get through it. I feel like they were way too long. Like there was, they had no business being four and five and six hundred pages. I agree. <laughs> there was, there was so many things that could have been left out. Could like we didn't really need. But I agree. The series was way too long. I don't really think it needed to be dragged out for four books. I did like the mystery, though, and I can understand the needing to, like, drag it out some because I never, I didn't see that ending coming. I didn't expect it. Which which part didn't you see coming? Because I didn't see her being her uncle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because... In my mind, I had already, like, written him off because we were told that he was dead. So if we're thinking that all of her family members are dead, then never in my mind did I connect it to being a family member. Oh, 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 okay. So you're talking Deacon. You didn't see Deacon as part of it. Yeah, I didn't see Deacon, for sure. And then, of course, you know, with them, you know, having the guild come and, like, do the background checks and all the security guards... We're under the assumption as the reader that they know what the fuck they're doing and that everybody's in the all clear because obviously it's set up if you're reading it and you take the clues that, yes, it's one of the security guards. It's the only thing that makes sense of how this person's being able to get on this secure property and like bypass the security and all the things. So I wasn't expecting that and I kind of feel like that was a cop out to clear all the security guards and then all of a sudden it be the security guards that you have. What was his name? Leon? Leonard? whatever the L dude, having him be the best of the best. And then he's David or Declan or whatever his name is slips through the cracks. Like that really bothered me. I did not like that. Yeah, I, I completely agree. That was, yeah, because again, and I thought the same thing, like you have Leon and Danny who are supposed to be the best of the best. They're paying all of this money and, you know, he didn't catch the actual person. Like that didn't seem plausible to me, Mm -hmm. but I am all for the like suspense of plausibility in these books because we're not reading for reality, right? However, can we just talk about how absolutely ludicrous this series was? 
Like, I am all for suspending reality, but I'm sorry. You are going to sit here and tell me that not only did this incredible mercenary person who knows all, bees all, whatever, miss the stalker makes no sense and then also you're gonna tell me she has an entire diamond empire and no one knew her husband who paid 52 million dollars for this bitch didn't know she was a diamond heiress like bullshit You know, I didn't really care about that. I just felt like it was thrown in at the end, like as a reason that somebody's trying to kill her. I I think we talked about this. I feel like in these kind of books, they should have just fucking took a gun to his head. Like they shouldn't have waited too long for the father, especially Madison Kate. Like I need you to like just fucking just kill him. Just it's a dark romance. We're allowed to just go and kill people like the Westerns. Okay, that's the whole point of this. Okay, like just go outside, take five steps or how many ever number there is and turn and shoot. Like, I didn't like the father storyline. And like I said, the whole thing with the diamond, I just feel like that was just thrown in at the end. I felt like it should have been like, and then we don't even know why the twin brother was obsessed with his sister, right? Or why he raped her. Like, I just felt like there were things that weren't answered and that the diamond heiress thing was just an easy way to like tie all the ends up without like really being questioned. I completely, completely agree. I was very disappointed with like, okay, I was excited once we found out that her mom was uh, Katerina something. I was like, ooh, are we talking like a Russian spy? Maybe she was in the KGB. And, you know, she... That would have been way better. Right? Like, how good would that would have been? Like, and it would have made more sense. Like, for her to cover up the paper trail. And, like, you didn't need to be... Like, MK didn't need to be an heiress to have money. Right. and, And I feel like that was almost like what the author was trying to do. Was trying to give MK her own empire. Since the guys have their own, like, very lucrative businesses or whatever. But I don't feel like she needed that. Like, even when she was talking at the end of the book. Like, I'm gonna take it over one day. And I'm learning the ropes and blah, blah, blah. Like, who the fuck cares? (laughs) I like the idea of like a Russian spy or like the KBG because that would explain the heaviness of the mercs that are coming after her. That would have been more plausible and have a better twist. Yeah. And she could have technically, she could have still technically had her own empire. It would have just been built differently. It didn't have to be diamonds. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't have to come from like her her mom. That's true. It could have been, it could have been anything else. Because her dad was a piece of shit. She could have taken over his empire. Yeah. But he was, what little, that was the whole, that was, oh, so when we say empire, we're talking money. I'm not talking money. I'm talking about like the dark power position. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. 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 I don't care about the money because she's got three freaking True. millionaire, billionaire husbands, boyfriends. But that's what I'm saying. I feel like Tate James wrote her to be this heiress so she could have her own, like she could be rich almost on her own merit. And I okay. didn't feel like she needed that. I don't care. It wasn't important to the storyline. Yeah. Also, I just have to say I was very disappointed that it took us until the last bit of book four to get all four of them in bed yes <laughs> i don't know if you were pausing for dramatic flair or if i needed to film no no like <laughs> seriously we had to we had to read like for like 1200 pages of bs <laughs> 
to finally get to a four-way bullshit. Oh, yeah. You're right. Because it was yeah. Archer and I don't remember which one it was with the, the ropes in the bedroom. Archer, no. Cody and Steel shared her twice. Mm-hmm. And then Archer shared her with Cody. And that was it. And then you had the one, the one four-way, which was great. But, like, I could have dealt without them, you know, playing video th- video games for the 20th time in the series. Right. <laughs> and taking a couple more of those scenes. Please there was a lot you. of Like, that was one thing. A lot of repetitive. Oh, I went to school. Oh, we're playing video games. Oh, right. we ordered pizza. <laughs> like, Jesus oh, Okay. Because we're going into the sex first before we dive into that. One of the things that I truly enjoyed, and thank baby Jesus for this. Uh, she did not forgive them <laughs> for a very yeah. fucking long time. And that, I, me and Jen yeah. talk about this all the time. That's one of my biggest pet peeves in romance novels is that the main female yeah. character, oh, they say sorry one time. It's like, oh, it's okay. Let's move past it. Like, no, motherfucker, we're not moving past it. I'm going to make yeah. your life a living hell or not living hell, but you're not being forgiven so easily and I'm going to fuck with you. And she gave, I think that's why I enjoyed it and I didn't really care about all the other nuances that didn't like fit it because I'm like, you, that's right. right. You don't fucking forgive them. I don't really think she forgives until at least book three or four. I can't remember. It was. But even then, was, she didn't really forgive them. I mean, it was book four before she said, I love you to each of them. And it was book, I mean, it was late in book three or beginning of book four before she came close to forgiving Archer. It was faster with the other two, but even then it was still a couple of months at least. Mm -hmm. So I, Tate James, you did that really fucking well in this series. I give you kudos for Madison Kate for not letting her give in so easily and quickly because those boys did not deserve it no matter how good they were with their dicks in their tongue. Like, no. Well, and the other thing that I really liked, especially with Steele and Cody, is once everything was out and she was like, F off to all of you, they respected that boundary. Oh, yeah. And that's one thing that, and I mean, mean, we're talking dark dark romance. There's always going to be pushing boundaries or like crossing boundaries with a lot of these books and, and to an extent, like. you have to be okay with it or it's just not a genre you should read but I liked the plausibility of that within the story I felt like they were willing to kind of like go against Archer for a bit so they could win her trust Mm -hmm. back it wasn't just word service or tongue service yeah they actually showed they were going to make changes and to go off that like normally when you read these you know, in the dark romance, so you have a reverse harem or why choose whatever term you want to assign it, then normally they don't ever go against each other, even if right. the leader says no. I'm glad that they did that, but I think they did it a little too late. I know they were trying to show, but well, yeah. But I did appreciate that, that there was, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like fractures within their trio. Because there's always going to be, I know, you know, we're talking about this as fiction and, you know, it's not always going to mirror reality, but I think it gave it more realism or a way to connect to it because there was fractured within the three and they all had to like work and compromise together to get the, you know, HEA that they want at the end. Yeah, for sure. And then now onto the best part of the conversation that we know all of you are here for, the sex. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm here for yeah. the dragons, but y'all are here for the sex. I totally get it. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer, there are no dragons in the series. <laughs> Unfortunately. There should really be like some, like, I don't know if I can handle dark fantasy romance though. Oh my god! Then you have yes, to do like high please. stakes and dark, and, and then add like in the dragons. Yes, please, <laughs> audience. If you have recommendations, let us know. And by us, I mean me, because I will read them. <laughs> Anyways, I felt like the sex was pretty good. Yeah, she has sex the most, I think, with Steel. Oh, I was thinking Cody. Who does she have sex with first? Cody, maybe. I'm pretty sure I'm it's Steel. anyways she has sex with one of them yeah because isn't the first time she has sex with cody in the kitchen you're right it was steel first because steel Mm -hmm. stole her away at the fight because cody was training you know being a trainer or whatever to hurt her so Mm -hmm. yeah i think i do think you're right that steel was first but i felt like cody gets it on the island yeah that was pretty hot that was and then archer watching from the shadows that was really hot yeah. I was a little sad that she mostly slept with Steel and didn't. It was always either going to Steel's room or her room or Steel was always with her. It wasn't, I think, until like book more towards book two and three when both Cody and Steel would be sleeping with her in the same bed. I don't think that happened until book four. Really? I could well, be that wrong. Just, that just but my I don't. Point. It happened later in the series. And I just, to me, it felt like she was picking favorites. And I didn't like that. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the sex. I don't know if I have a favorite sex scene. Do you? Uh, Okay. I would have to choose. I would say there's two. Okay. One would be when it was Archer and Cody and he cuffed her to the ceiling. I feel like that's a theme with me. (laughs) Can I be anonymous (laughs) on this podcast? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, God. <laughs> um, I'll put the little <laughs> gray in front of your face and give you a voice all t- just for this episode. <laughs> you can, we can use my um, my um, pin name. Oh, my gosh. We should may- maybe not because we don't want other writers to hate us. That's true. That's a good point. And, okay, so that one and then the steam room see, sauna scene with – um cody and steel that both of those those were my favorites wasn't archer watching that time too Mm-mm. no okay so. so i'm gonna say my two and then i'm gonna talk about the steam scene <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay i like the island with with kodiak mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and with archer in the rain on the car Oh, man. Yeah, that was really good. Okay, now for the steam scene. I don't know when Madison Kate was written, and I honestly don't care. But I felt I have to stick to my loyalty with Penelope Douglas because P. Douglas has a steam scene that is super fucking hot, no matter how much I dislike some of the characters in the Devil Knight series. So I was instantly like, really? Really? I don't disagree <laughs> that it wasn't hot, but I was just like, really? Mm-hmm. Going after going after Penn like this? Like, nah. I mean, a lot of books have be steam funny if it- I know this. Yeah. If it was, if, if Madison Kate was written before Corrupt. Yeah. Oh, was that in Corrupt? That was in Corrupt. There is a spa scene with between, spoiler, Kai and uh, Michael with 
Rika. Let's see. I vaguely remember that. I hated that book, so it doesn't shock me that I don't remember. Well, it's not the best book in the series, but I love me some P. Douglas. Okay, so Corrupt oh. was written in 2015. Okay. Let's see. Madison Kate. The first book is what? Hate, right? Mm, yeah. Hate was written in 2020. Well, there you have it, folks. So I don't disagree that it wasn't hot, but I was, no, I, I have to, even though I don't like Corrupt in the first book in the Devil Knight series, I gotta, but yeah. I know you're a big Penn Douglas fan, so that's oh fine. We talked about the sex. We talked about what we liked and didn't like. Is, are we missing anything with Madison Kate? Um, I don't think so. I think we've hit the typical hot topics. Okay. Hot topics. Are we ready for the rating? Sure. Okay. You so go first. on the dark scale, I'm giving like a two. We see the death on the screen, on the page. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't there feel like their relationship lot. I don't feel like their relationship was really dark. I mean it's just it's just a reverse harem and they have kinky sex. That doesn't make it dark. They're gang members. <laughs> I mean, if, if we're being technical, they are outside of the gang and the MCs. Archer, Steel, and Kodiak don't really affiliate with anything. They're like a third party, but they are very yeah, powerful. because they got out by like massacring a whole other gang. <laughs> and but that's okay, not on the page. Say, that's not on the page though. That's, that's off the that page. That is true. Okay. Maybe a three. Maybe a three. Oh yeah. It does I I agree. It wouldn't be more than three. I would say somewhere between two and three, two and a half, something like that. As far as the dark reading goes, I don't think it was super dark. Mm-mm. Um obviously there's like consensual issues and there's violence and I mean, there wasn't even a ton. Like, there was really just, like, one scene of kinky sex, and that was pretty much it. I mean, outside of it being multiple partners. Yeah. I don't count that necessarily as kinky. I'm trying to... And then we had, what, two, three kill scenes that were, like, pretty graphic detail, and that's it? hmm So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you could convince me it, too. Two? Because, okay. I mean, you're talking four four books. You've only got two or three of those scenes. I think you could convince me. On like, the page, okay. yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Makes me happen. Okay, spice. So spice. You, you go first. I would say three. Oh, how funny. I wasn't even looking at you and you've got three. Yeah, I would say, I would say three tops. Three, Because, yeah. like, it's explicit. It's hot. Not necessarily, you know, very kinky. And I feel like as the as the series progressed, I think there's actually less as as you go on. I can see that. Not by a lot, but it's noticeable. Yeah, I agree. And then just to add on that, the reason why I would give it three for spicy is because, like you said, there's only one scene at the very end where it's all of them together. Him watching that, yeah. while it's hot, it's still... We need all three participants, and we need more than one group sex scene. And I'm not talking to Minaj, where it's just two of them. Yeah, I agree. With her. Yeah. Okay, now for the fun part. The overall, and we're rating, are we rating the whole series? Yeah, the series individual as a whole. Book? Okay, so series as a whole, I would give it a three. Yeah, I, w- I would say three. And, and honestly, I would almost lean more towards like a two and a half mm-hmm. because it's so long and it has no business being as long as it is. But as far as like content, I like the way it was written. I like the banter. I liked mm-hmm. 
the character development even, especially with Archer. So that's why I'm I'm okay landing on a three. Definitely you should read it, but like I won't be rereading it. Yeah, I would never reread it either. Yeah. There's nothing there. Okay, so I know we get all the ratings, but if you had to pick out of the three guys, which one's your favorite? Cass. Really? <laughs> I mean, he's not part of the three guys. I know. Because they're children. <laughs> okay. I mean... <laughs> You can vote for him when you read the ne- when you read his book, okay? <laughs> Listen, I fell in love with Cass, and he was in like two books and a total of maybe no. ten or fifteen scenes. I agree. I agree. Cass was super hot from the very beginning. Which disclaimer is why I think I appreciate the Haiti series more than I do this one because Cass is in it. Cass, cat. Mm. Anyway, but anyways. So Archer, Steel, or Kodiak? Steel. Okay. I take, I, yeah. You like the, the cute, funny. I think Cody's the cute and funny one. Uh, I like Steel because. Steel is the piano player, right? Yes. Cody, Kodiak is the trainer. Okay. Yes. I would pick Steel because I feel like they're, uh, I don't know. I just, I really, really liked him. And I loved the piano artist, like that kind of vibe with him. I love music, so if I were to like pick one for a boyfriend, like it would it would be Steel. Archer's too moody for me. I'm moody enough for me and my partner. I don't need another moody bitch in the relationship. Like, no thanks. And Cody gives off like two puppy dog for me. Like he is adorable, and I love that they call each other penguin. Like that's what me and my husband say. I think it's precious. But yeah, I'll take the the emotionally damaged artist in this one. I agree with all of that, which is why I would pick Archer. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you'd pick, pick Archer. I you, it's want, not a bad choice. I need that intensity. I need that. What's I don't want to say control, but I need someone who. What's the word? My brain's not functioning right. I need someone who's not indecisive. And I felt like sometimes Cody and Steel were indecisive about what to do and how to move forward and like where to go. And Archer's like, nah, that's why he's the leader, right? Because he doesn't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. And that's that. That's who my pick would be, would be Archer. There's just something about that intensity and hmm, the attitude that I really like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give it to you. I mean, you know, I honestly was expecting to come out of the series with Archer as my favorite because that's only what happens. Like when we Mm -hmm. read Emerald Lakes, it was the moody kind of dickhead that I ended up falling in love with in that series. And there was another one that was similar where I was like, he's just so misunderstood and I just love him so much. But no, not this one. I would take Steel over over the, well, I want Cass, but if I have to pick between those three then it would be steel okay so one final thing before we close when you read the last page and they're like oh you've met hades did your mind be like what the fuck where did hades i because she already met him Mm -hmm. but so go on what no 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 you go first because i know i need you to go i know so my first reaction was that it was Cass. But then it couldn't have been Cass because somebody called Hades and had Cass escort Seth back home. So I knew it wasn't Cass. 
And then I thought it may have been Zed. Zane? No, that month. Oh. No. No, Zed, the mercenary who has a contract with Hades. I think that's his name. I already removed all the books. I'm trying to think if I had any other guesses. I think those were the only two that I thought of. So I didn't really have any preference of reading Hades until I read that last fucking page. And I'm like, I need to know who the fuck Hades is. I went and like downloaded it to see if it was like in the about and it wasn't. And then nope, I- it's not. You have to read I the first asleep. chapter. Well, you read the forward. Read the. I'm not telling you. Read the forward. <laughs> no, I am not telling you because I want. No, this is what we're gonna do. I want you to read chapter one, and then we're gonna do a bonus episode where we flip the fuck out about who it is. And don't do it right now, Jen. Don't cheat. Damn it. <laughs> uh, okay. How do you want to close the episode out? What should we ask them for? How pissed would they be if they call if, if they called thirty three old? <laughs> I forgot we didn't talk about that. I'm so pissed. Yeah, the whole being thirty three and being considered old was fucking ridiculous. I don't care if you're eighteen so or not. Mad. Like that's well, but how old are the guys? We never got. They're in their and I actually do care. They're in their early twenties. I want to say no older than twenty five. Okay, that's that's around what I was. Yeah. I was so she's thinking. 19 and they're a few years older than her. So that would, to me, put them in their early 20s. Yeah, that was bullshit. Yeah, total bullshit. Okay, readers. And where does the darkness rate with you? Thank you for joining us on the journey into the shadows of love, where dark romance stories come to light. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Bones of the Story as much as we did. If you did, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Your feedback means the world to us. And to stay updated on all things dark romance, follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. We'd also love to hear from you. Share your thoughts, ideas, or even your own dark romance stories with us. Drop us a line at bonesofthestory at gmail.com. Remember, our next tantalizing episode is just around the corner, so keep your hearts open and your senses sharp. Until then, embrace the darkness and let the stories continue to stir your deepest desires. This is Misty and Jen signing signing off from from Bones Bones of the Story. Story.